The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice. Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of the Voices of Search podcast. And today we've got a special SEO education episode for you, which is going to be guest hosted by our friends Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton, who are the co-founders of Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses scale organic search traffic and educate their organizations. Jordan and Tyson are experts in all things enterprise SEO, and I'm thrilled to invite them to Take the mic and share their knowledge with your loyal listeners. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right. Here's an SEO education episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton from Previsible. Hey, what's going on? My name's Tyson. Thanks for joining us on Voices of Search uh, today on the SEO Education Week, we're going into content creation. So I'm joined here again with uh, Jordan Cooney. Jordan, what's going on? What's good on your side? Hey, Tyson. I'm super pumped about the fact that we're getting to this new place with our pod around around how we can help people and help them educate their organizations and drive SEO forward beyond beyond just the normal kind of experiences and anecdotes that we've we've all witnessed or worked through in the SEO world, but actually getting our, our hands dirty and, and showing how this has been done by us and other great SEOs that are out there. So it's fun. Yeah. And I think like this episode brings us to kind of where the rubber meets the road. So it's like, we've gone through all of the setup of like things that you should be doing prior to embarking on a content initiative. And now we're actually getting to content creation. So like, what do you use? What do you give? What direction do you give the writers in actually creating the content? 
Well, there's a lot of different schools of thought out there on this. But one of the areas that I've become very fond of of investing time and, and energy in is the content brief. And this content brief for SEOs has morphed into a lot of different things over time. But at its core fundamentals, it is still to this day the best way to simplify and provide direction without overwhelming and prohibiting the content creation process. And I think that's what's important, right? How, and we started this in the beginning of this week, how do we enable the content writer? How do we become involved in the process without slowing it down? And the content brief is a great tool at doing that. And I think there's a lot of reasons why, but the most important one is that it brings everything down to the same level and it connects with the writer in a very natural way. A content brief has existed before SEO even existed. And we're just enabling it with some key components, key ingredients to help that piece become more successful. Yeah. And I think you touched on it with there's a variety of forms that the content brief lives in. And you have your content briefs that live with inside tools, which could be like search metrics, content experience. It could be something like ClearScope. So it's like you have these more like systems and tools that you could do it. But this can also just be a written copy. But I think like for me and my experience, regardless of the form that the content brief is occurring in, the biggest thing is communicating to the writers and to the users of it One, and we touched on this in the very first episode this week of like giving the definitions and giving them that kind of empowerment of like what they're seeing, understanding like what it is exactly that's being given to them. But also it's like set the expectation that this is a guide. This is not something that is, at least in my opinion, it's not something that should be used as like the absolute truth of something that you need to go on. It's a tool that you're giving to the writer that should help and enable and make their job easier. And I think for a lot of writers and talking to like one of my good friends that's a that's a writer, is it's like so often writers are given, hey, I need uh, an article on this. And they're like, great, okay, cool. They write it. And then it goes in a different direction than the person was like actually intending. So a brief should ultimately help a writer be more efficient because it gives them the clarity of what the expectation is for the writing. And then it also gives them that guidance. But since it is a guide and not an absolute truth, it also isn't something that has to be super stifling in the creative process. So it's like they don't have to follow like every exact word count or kind of keyword that you're following. It's more of to create transparency of the expectation and then also what they can use to make that content ultimately perform better in search. No doubt. I think that's one of the coolest things about how we can better educate both SEOs and content team members on the brief. The brief is not the Ten Commandments. This is not written in stone. This is a guidepost to enable writers to ensure they understand what are the key components of success. What are the keywords? What are the phrases? What are the questions that need to be answered? What are the user expectations? And in some cases, these data points are coming from tools and resources. And in other cases, they're coming from the creative direction that the company has, right? Like guidelines around how to mention the brand. Uh, You know, one of the cool things we get to do here at Previsible is 
we work with some really unique clients. And, and one of our clients specializes in, in the job marketplace industry, but they tailor to a very specific audience. They work specifically with a subset of employees within big, big companies. And their creative direction when it comes to content is focused on that audience. It's not focused on every single employee that might work at Target. It's not focused on every single employee that might work at Applebee's. It's only focused on a small subset of those employees. And the creative tone and license that needs to be used in the content needs to target those that category of worker. And so I really think it's important for us as SEOs to think about how we pull in these content directives as much as we pull in the uh, ranking data and search volume data and the potential click-through curve based on the category we're in. Those are all great data points, but it needs to be a kind of a collection of both of these things. Exactly. Like the tone of voice is so key. And I think like, I mean, maybe going on on a little bit of a limb here, I think. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. One of the friction points that could exist between SEOs and content writers is not just that like feeling stifled or feeling like their creative freedoms are being kind of limited, but it's like, I would be willing to bet that like still that like rewrite process is the most frustrating And so by giving the clear direction and by giving the clear kind of information of what the expectation is, ultimately is going to reduce that rewrite process. And ultimately that's going to improve kind of like the timeline. So from like a content management project lead, hey, your number one priority is ensuring you're hitting deadlines. The best way to do that is make sure you're giving the right information to the writers so then they can avoid those rewrites and those frustrations and those pain points and then they have to go back and rewrite something and kind of produce it again. And it's like, from my experience, that's the area that can slow down content initiatives the most is when you don't give clear direction and then you have to go back and rework pieces of content that maybe is just a result of you didn't give clear direction into what the expectation was. Exactly, Tyson. And that feedback loop is something that is often completely missed in this whole briefing process. The brief is as much of a tool to enable 
the initial creation as much as it is a tool to understand what's working and not working. And I think that like you create a lot right now today, what a lot of SEOs do. And this is, I think, the, the great learning that hopefully comes out of this episode is oftentimes we just create the brief, we pass it along to the writer, and it's a forgotten, it's a forgotten asset. But the reality is you got to store that away, come back to it like a librarian, pull it off the shelf and say, hey, it's time to re-optimize this piece of content. Maybe I need to use the old brief I created and see how that worked. That is really a, a key ingredient for scale. And some companies do this really, really well. Many companies don't do it at all. And so I think that's an interesting opportunity for, for all of our listeners. Yeah. And I think like to going back on like the piece of like tone of voice and setting that expectation, I think that's like a key element because like from my experience, one of the most frustrating pieces of feedback like a writer can get is the generic like, hey, can you punch up this content and make it a little punchier is like one of the ways that's just like, all right, yeah, I'll go back to it and do it again. But it's like that, like make it punchier. It's like that's something that could have been avoided by just setting that expectation of what the content tone should be as you're going into writing. Maybe to like kind of wrap up this area in content creation, like what tools, like we touched on this variety of forms of content briefs. What tools can our listeners use to kind of create this? Well, I mean, the reality is that one of the key tools is is actually having a great brief template, right? And the template, we are, again, offering a nice template on the show notes that you can download and use. So on this episode, if you go to the Voice to Search website, you will find a, a version of a content brief. The crazy thing about a content brief is that the template alone isn't good enough. You've got to really incorporate the components that are important to your business, so these are like things like brand, tone, those aspects, along with any ingredients that are really critical to the content type you're creating, right? So like that will define things like content length, maybe even the structure or the requirements of that content. Do you want to have elements like ordered, unordered lists, FAQs, those types of things. And so the brief is one component. And then the other component are the various tools you use to integrate that data. And shockingly, there's, again, a lot of data that's available out there to you. Things like Google Search Console. You can use Google Search Console to incorporate a priority and good keyword data. You can also use third-party tools like Search Metrics and others to gain more, even more insight into keywords and topics. There's also some really fun things out there that I like to use. Things like Answer the Public, which is a tool that helps you identify clusters and questions that are clustered and grouped together. It's a great way to understand how consumers might be trying to to solve the problems that they have as they do searches. Yeah, I think like that's a key element. So I mean, I would definitely recommend to the listeners take a look at the show notes, download that, but use this just as a guide. It's like you want to have your general kind of for like this type of content. Here's the brand voice. Here's our kind of like general tone elements. And then take this asset, make it your own. Like depending on what your resources, what tools you have access to, whether you only have access to free tools, things like answer the public, keyword planner, like there are options of 
leveraging some of those free tools. And there's also value in the paid tools. But essentially, like this brief template is going to give you a framework. And then I would encourage like download it, make it your own, make it specific to the tools you have access to, make it specific to your brand voice. And ultimately, that's going to enable and give the writers the best context to ensure that they're writing most efficiently and also that they're going to be producing content that's going to succeed in search. So that wraps up this episode on the Voices of Search content creation. Uh, Join us tomorrow as we jump into content optimization. So thanks for joining us and see you tomorrow. Okay. Thanks to Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton, our SEO education guest hosts. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan and Tyson, you can find a link to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Jordan's handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. And Tyson's handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or if your team is interested in SEO consulting or organizational education, you can always head to their company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E v-i-s-i-b-l-e dot i-o and a special thanks to previsible for sponsoring this podcast if you're looking for support with all of your seo needs previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you they draw on a collective 40 years of seo and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet... And and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 